If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1417. How to Make Better Financial Choices by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our weekly bonus episode of Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm Greg Audino, and I'm normally your host of the show, but these Sunday bonus episodes are actually just introduced by me. What they really consist of is past episodes from other shows in the OLD network that seem to cross over two different audiences a little bit. So in this post, originally aired on Optimal Finance Daily, author Jen Hayes will talk about how to make better financial choices, which is certainly important for couples to consider together. So with that said, enjoy this one, everybody. I'm going to turn it over to Diana now, the host of Optimal Finance Daily, as we optimize your life. How to Make Better Financial Choices by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. If you're listening to this blog post, you probably want to make better financial choices. In the past, you may have racked up debt, ignored your budget, spent too much money, or made some other questionable decisions related to money. I've been there. A few years ago, my husband and I were buried in $117,000 of student loan debt. In a way, I'm thankful for this debt because it was the kick in the butt we needed to start making better financial choices. We're now 100% debt-free and we're making headway on baby step number three. If you wanna make better choices, it's important to first understand why we make the decisions we make. Why we do what we do. Brooke Castillo, founder of the Life Coach School, created a model that looks like this. Thoughts become feelings, become actions, become results. Brooke says that circumstances are neutral. They only have meaning when we give them meaning with the thoughts that we have about them. These thoughts create our feelings. The circumstances themselves do not drive our feelings. This makes perfect sense if you think about it, but most of us don't perceive life this way. Instead, we think that our circumstances create our feelings. If things are going great, we feel happy. Conversely, if things are terrible, we feel terrible. This is actually because of our thoughts. If things are going really well, we may think positive thoughts, which makes us feel happy. We make decisions based on how we think we're going to feel in the future. For example, I might decide to buy a house because I think I'll be happier as a homeowner than I'd be as a renter. Of course, this isn't actually true. Whether or not I'll be happy in the future has nothing to do with my external circumstances, including whether or not I own a home. My happiness or lack thereof will be determined by my thoughts. How to make better choices. 
So the first step to making better choices is to stop assuming that you'll feel a certain way when you make a decision. Remember that your circumstances do not dictate your emotions, your thoughts do. Once you understand this, you can stop making decisions based on wanting to avoid a negative emotion or wanting to experience a positive one. Instead, you can make decisions based on facts. Give yourself a deadline. The next important step is to give yourself a deadline. We often assume that if we take longer to make a decision, we'll make a better decision. That isn't true. It'll take some time, sure, but there's no need to drag it out endlessly. When we do this, we aren't truly making any progress. We're just procrastinating, indulging in I don't know and avoiding making a choice. For the past year, I've been trying to decide whether or not I should have gallbladder surgery. It's a minimally invasive surgery, but I have a health condition that increases the risk of complications, and I'll have to pay around $3,000 out of pocket with my current insurance. I've obsessed over it and examined it from so many different angles. While that feels like I'm doing something productive, I'm not. I've just been procrastinating on making a decision because of how I thought I would feel when I made that decision. I thought I would feel nervous and anxious if I scheduled the surgery. Ironically, that's not true at all. After a year of deliberating, I scheduled the surgery and I felt so much better. I had finally taken action and was no longer stuck in this place of, I don't know. I felt relieved. Limit your options. If you have 50 different options, you're probably going to feel overwhelmed. For example, let's say you're purchasing a home. Keeping an open mind is a good thing, but having too many options isn't. It'll be challenging to choose between 45 different homes. That's just too much information to keep track of. Find a way to limit your choices. Look in a particular area, set a certain budget, etc. Pros and cons. List the pros and cons of each option. Imagine the worst case scenario for each option and the best case scenario for each option. Do your research. Once you've hit the deadline you've assigned for yourself, stop. You can obsess over a decision and overthink it to death, but that's not useful. Once you've done a sufficient amount of research, it's time to take action. Make a decision. This is the part where you make a decision. Take action and stick to it. Do not second guess yourself. You spend enough time considering your choices. Accept your decision. Remember that there's usually no right decision. You are making the best decision you can with the information you have at the time. Maybe in the future, you'll have new information and you'll decide that this wasn't the best decision for you. That's okay. We can't do everything perfectly and we can't control everything. It's impossible to foresee every possible outcome. Accept that you did the best that you could and make your peace with that. If you believe in God or a higher power, you may want to surrender control to him. Tell yourself that you've done everything you could do and now it's in God's hands. I find a lot of peace in this perspective. You just listened to the post titled How to Make Better Financial Choices by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love how this post reiterates how much mindset matters. I've seen in my own life how much my circumstances don't affect my happiness. An example being my struggle with depression and anxiety. While I may seem like a really positive person now, it's because I've spent a ridiculous amount of time working on my mindset. My battle with severe depression over the last couple of years pushed me to do this. Looking back on it now, when I started to feel better, nothing about my circumstances changed. I still lived in the same house, had the same relationships, had the same job and dog and clothes and car. While everything external stayed the same, my internal dialogue shifted considerably due to my heavy investment in self-care, which for me included journaling, meditation, affirmations, reading, and exercise. Knowing that my happiness is rooted in my thoughts helps me avoid the trap of trying to buy my happiness. I also love the advice here to give yourself a deadline and limit your options when making a financial decision. I'm the kind of person who will drive myself crazy reading every single review and comparing all of my options when I buy something. I wanna make sure I'm spending my money wisely, but it ends up turning into a painful process of deliberation and second guessing. The way I've learned to manage this is by asking for recommendations from people I trust. It saves me time and energy on research and limits my options. My friends are smart, thoughtful people. If this doodad or service is good enough for them, then it's good enough for me too. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.